Hey everyone, you know, just trying to check in, took a little bit of a hiatus, uh, you know, because life happens, we're in a freaking pandemic, single mom here, you know, dealing with some stuff, court and whatnot. So, you know, needed to just kind of sit back along the sidelines, started a new job. It was just a temporary position, you know, all that stuff. All right. So anyway, you know, just looking at the whole perspective of stuff and I'm just seeing all kinds of, um, you know, people working the front lines, you know, working the grocery stores, you know, I go to pick up a prescription at the pharmacy and those people are there. You know, uh, my neighbor is sick. She needs groceries. So we see a grocery delivery service. Um, you know, my other neighbor who doesn't feel like cooking orders out and gets a delivery service. You know, I'm not going to mention names because I'm not looking for sponsors or anything like that. But, you know, those are also essential workers, and we all need to realize this. You know, yes, this is beyond doctors and nurses and, you know, triage people. These are also the same people that keep our country functioning. You know, those people that you look at with a side eye when you're paying your bill because they didn't bag your groceries right. Well, guess what? You don't like it? Do it your goddamn self. Like, straight up. It's disheartening to me that there are people that are that unkind. Or that there are people that don't realize that these people, the, you know, pizza delivery guy, the, you know, Chinese food delivery guy, the taco delivery guy, the a grocery delivery service, even just like the quote unquote personal taxi service people, again, don't want to use any kind of anything, um, but, you know, at the same time, like, those people keep this country running. And they keep our country running because they have to work or they're going to be evicted. Straight up, they're going to be evicted. So we either look at our middle class people, our working people, our people that have salaries and use these services the people that work these services, the people that are there to greet you when you check out with your toilet paper and your paper towels and, you know, your kids' sports stuff because, you know, we only have three games this season because of COVID, but the cleats from last year don't fit and we got to get them. Those are the heroes. Those are the people that are keeping us in a functioning level. Now, if you look at other countries, you're not going to see that. You go to other countries and there are medical staff, 
There are police and fire and EMT staff, hospital staff. You are going to see people that are um, looking at uh, farmer's market type setups where they bring out their fruits, their vegetables, their grains, their breads, their meat cuts, all that stuff to the market. And they come out maybe, you know, two days a week, three days a week. But that's where you get your stuff, depending upon what country you're in, of course. Now, there are grocery stores, but those workers have been flagged for hours, meaning there are only certain times of the day that the store is open, certain days of the week that those stores are open. It's not a convenience like it is here where you could just like walk over to a Wawa or 7-Eleven or Turkey Hill or a Sheets or a Royal Farms and fill up your tank of gas and walk in for a slice of pizza. Well, guess what? Those people are working too. And how pissed would you be if you couldn't get your pizza or your shorty, hoagie, or your coffee? Or whatever it is. We get it. We get it. Trust me. I get it. A lot of my friends get it. But do you get it? Those are the people that keep this economy and this world functioning. Now, you might be sitting high on the hog, making a killing of a salary, and be happy in your house. And maybe you have a maid. Maybe you don't. Maybe you have a house cleaner come once or twice a week. Maybe you don't. Maybe you have food delivery service for groceries. Maybe you don't. Or maybe you just make a butt ton of money and you squander it away. The fact is, you got there from working hard and and being aware of where your money goes and how you're surviving. Because if you were in a bad job, you would have tried to make right for yourself. And let's say, you know, you got a great college education. You know, maybe you still owe a butt ton of student loans or regular loans. Or whatever your situation is. And you've got that garage filled with toilet paper and paper towels and canned soup and ramen noodles and all that other stuff. That's great. Good for you. You'll survive the zombie apocalypse. But this is not the zombie apocalypse. It's a humanity. Prevention. Situation. That's what this is. And if we all just wore masks, if we all just were a little more kind and understanding to people and not just walking in blindly to a place with a, without a mask on and being a dick to other people, then maybe we wouldn't have a problem. But what I've been seeing is that, you know, people do that. 
because they don't care. They think it's their right. It's not their right. There is no right. It's called a pandemic, meaning it has spanned the globe. It's not just in the U.S. And maybe you've had that good situation where you got a great job and a great house and a great family and everything else. And now you can't afford to hire your lawn guy anymore. Oh man, you're hurting now, right? But how do you think that lawn guy is feeling? How do you think he's feeling because he depended on you to take care of your lawn? And let's say there was somebody who came out and was taking care of the inside of your house or maybe watching your kids two, three, four, five days a week because you were at work and now they're virtual. So now they're only maybe there one day a week combined. How do you think that person feels? How do you think that's hurting their wallet because they devoted their time to you? That's what this is. This is a mess. And if we just kind of sat back and said, hey, you know what? Just wear a mask. Just everybody, if we just make a pact and wear a mask, and if you're not going to wear a mask, then just stay home and don't go anywhere. And if you want to shop, send somebody else out. Have a shopping service come to you. Have, give, give your neighbor your freaking shopping list. We could be done with this in three months. That's what Europe did. That's what Asia did. They said, listen, we're shutting this down. There's only going to be essential places open. And they're only going to be open certain days and certain times of the day. And that's it. Done. And guess what? All their numbers went down. And I sit here as a single mom feeling a certain kind of way. Because the last time I saw my extended family, now mind you, I'm a Jersey native. I moved out of Jersey, moved to PA. Everything was great. And then my family moved to South Carolina. And I have some family in Jersey I just don't talk to anymore. And that's totally okay with me. I'm not stressing about that. But the people that matter moved to South Carolina because it was cheap, just like Pennsylvania, but less snow and a little bit warmer throughout the year. And they moved there. So, you know, holidays for me as a single mom are very depressing. And I don't have anybody here to just kind of be like, hey, you want to come over? You know, they're not in driving distance. They're, you know, eight hours away. I can't just say before, like it was 90 minutes away, oh, hey, I'm going to come up and see you for lunch. And then I drive up and see somebody for lunch and then come home. Like, I can't do that. This is like a two-day commitment. And that stinks. Really freaking stinks for me. But at the same time, you know, I haven't seen my family since last Thanksgiving. We were going to go on Christmas, but because of how the custody schedule went, didn't work out. We were going to go for spring break, but guess what happened? Spring break, March 13th, we went into lockdown. Okay, no problem. I had my three kids here for lockdown. Everything was fine. Six months. 
We were supposed to go down to South Carolina to visit family July 4th weekend. Guess what happened? We just came out of lockdown a week before and I didn't feel safe. So I said no. Then we did really well in September, despite being a teacher and teaching virtually, booked plane tickets to go to South Carolina for Thanksgiving, $11 each way, each way. It was like after taxes, it was like 25 or 26 bucks a person and there was four of us flying. You're talking less than $120 for four people round trip tickets from Philly to Charlotte. That's unheard of. But guess what? Those companies are hurting. They need people to travel. And I get it. But at the same time, I didn't want to risk getting my mother sick. My sister who is a paramedic and an EMT, who's around it all day. I didn't want to get something from her accidentally, and I certainly didn't want to give something to her or my kids give something to her accidentally that she takes it to her patients. I didn't want my mom to get something. Or maybe my mom went to the grocery store or said hi to her neighbor and is going to give me or my kids something. We cared that much. We canceled our flight two days before we were supposed to fly out on the Monday before Thanksgiving. So I'm just asking everybody that this isn't a fear thing. This is a science thing. This is a, I give a crap about those around me thing. And I can't tell you how this impacts you on a long-term level because I've had COVID. I had it during lockdown. And those long hauler symptoms and effects are terrible. I'm at 70% lung capacity now. I wasn't at that before. Had a physical in November of last year. Uh, Let's see. Always out in the sun. Never had a problem with any nutrients. I take a daily vitamin. I take supplements. I now have a vitamin D deficiency. And I'm forming calcium deposits on my bones. Uh, I have issues with my eyes. I have floaters in my vision. Not cataracts. Not glaucoma. Just crazy floaters. Also from COVID. Uh, At least twice a week, cluster headaches. I have digestive issues at least once or twice a week. Uh, Random fevers that I can't explain. Uh, Circulatory issues. And now I have a heart arrhythmia that I didn't have before. I've had several blood tests done since the first week of June when we opened up and I was able to see my general practitioner in person. Every two weeks I get blood work done, whether it's a CBC, thyroid check, um, hormone check, 
whatever it is, doesn't matter. I do all that stuff and everything comes back. You are the healthiest person that we have in our office. We don't know what's wrong with you, but you're at 70% lung capacity. Your cholesterol is fine and you have a heart arrhythmia and a vitamin D deficiency. Sorry, don't know what to tell you. Hey, but let's get you an MRI. Let's order you a CT scan. Let's give you an x-ray. Let's order more blood work too. Why not? Because we can, right? For the past three weeks, my doctor has convinced me that I've had a freaking brain tumor because the first set of blood work came back irregular. So she sent me for more and I went for another one and that one came back as normal. And she said, you know, just to be safe, let's do a third one before we order a CT scan because your insurance won't cover it unless there is a reason. Okay, well, that's messed up. The reason should be, I suspect this, not, yeah, you know, we need to do a, you know, two out of three, rock, paper, scissors. BS. So, long story short, Third set of blood work came back and said, no, it's within normal range. Everything's fine. Looks like we'll be delving into more levels of blood work. However, my insurance runs out December 15th. New policy doesn't start until January 1st. I have three doctor's appointments scheduled between December 16th and December 22nd, one of which is a surgery on my rotator cuff. For the holiday break. Guess what's not happening? Because I won't have insurance. Yeah. Go USA. So with that being said, you know, single mom struggle. Got a new job. Got a contract. Have the retirement. Have benefits. Have some employee rights for once. And, uh, you know, I'm pretty excited about that. Start Monday. But that whole process for the past three weeks has been an absolute shit show. And I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for the offer. I am thankful for accepting the position. I am thankful for the menacing headache that it has been. And at the same time, I'm, I woke up today, you know, like I'm thankful I woke up today. A lot of people didn't have that opportunity to say that. So, you know, with that being said, I don't want to bore you. I need to get rolling, but you know, this is, this is it. This is my life. You know, three kids, one in college, two in high school. They're minorities. They're all learning online. One has the COVID staying somewhere else. It's just been, you know, it's been awful. But we're okay. We'll figure it out. I always figure it out. Mom always figures it out. <sighs> so with that being said, I'm going to roll. Hope you guys tune in.
Talk to you soon. Peace.